0: Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. We need heroes every day. And that was never more clear than 1917 in Halifax, Nova Scotia. It was a beautiful, clear, cold day, as most winter days are in Nova Scotia. It was a bustling boomtown because World War I, the war to end all wars, had created an industry. Halifax was the jumping off point for Canada, for troops and supplies convoying across the Atlantic to Europe. And so it had come alive and built up like a boom town, like nothing you'd ever seen. So busy, in fact, that they had built the train station all the way down into Pier 6. And on this particular, clear, beautiful day, as you might expect, just before 9 o'clock, the town was buzzing. Kids going off to school. Nannies are walking their charges. Mothers are bustling around doing their housework around the home. Businessmen out doing their business Troublemakers, the boys cutting class, down by the port, doing their thing. And they all noticed at about 8.45 that two ships in the channel had collided. This is quite unusual, amazing even, and it was quite the spectacle. One of the ships caught immediately on fire and began drifting towards Pier 6, right next to the port, right where the train station was. The fire department had arrived, kids were all gathered around, families were all gathered, school children peering out windows, housewives not doing their housework, all looking out because Halifax was like a big bowl looking down into the harbor watching this ship that was on fire. What they didn't know, tragically, was this was an ammunition ship filled to the rim with the deadliest Explosives known to mankind at the time. Picric acid, TNT, wool cotton batting for the cannons, benzene. A terrible explosive charge just waiting to go off. And nobody knew because it was wartime. And so the rules, the usual maritime rules that required an ammunition ship or a ship carrying explosives to fly a flag... We're not being enforced. After all, if you're on a convoy going across the Atlantic Ocean, you don't want the German U-boats to know that you've got an ammunition ship in the middle, and so there was no flag to warn them. Now, on this day, Vince Coleman, who was the depot manager, was intrigued by the ship burning in the harbor, just like anybody else, but he kind of noticed. And in the distance, there was a sailor frantically running up to people and screaming and their faces, shaking them, trying to get them to leave. And he wondered what in the world could be going on that the sailor was so frantic. By the time the sailor got to him, he was almost in tears. He grabbed Vince by the coat and he said, It is an ammunition ship. You have to leave. Nobody is listening. When it goes off, it's going to be terrible. And with that, he ran off. Well, Vince was no dummy, and he grabbed his coworker, and they began to take off as fast as they could. And then he stopped, because he remembered there was a passenger train coming in in 10 minutes with 300 people on it. He knew if he didn't do something, that that passenger train would arrive, and there would be more death and more destruction if that ship was really to explode. And so he stopped and he turned around and his coworker tried to tell him, look, you're a father, you have four children, you got to keep going. And Vince said, no, no, I have to do this. And so he turned around and he went back to the depot and he frantically began to type at the telegraph, waiting long enough to get a response. Once he got the response, he ran off trying to find shelter. Well, at 9.06, Indeed, the ship did explode, the Mont Blanc. And a big, tremendous force that registered 3.6 on the Richter scale created a tsunami 20 feet tall that created untold damage. The blast destroyed everything for three quarters of a mile in a circumference. The anchor was blown so far and so high that it was found a mile and a half in a field on the other side of Halifax. 1950 people perished immediately. Over 9,000 people were injured. All those faces pressed to windows, looking out, most of them had major eye damage. Now, this explosion was so terrible, it became known as the explosion largest to ever have been created by man. And as a matter of fact, when the Manhattan Project, 35 years later, began to get rolling, they went into Halifax to see what the bomb they were creating might be like, what effect it might have. It was terrible. But there were 300 lives that were saved. At least 300 lives. Because when he was done with that telegram, that telegram went far and wide. It not only stopped the train it was meant to stop, but it also got the word out that something terrible was happening in Halifax. And so aid came that much faster from across Canada and the northern United States. When he left that day, he kissed his wife goodbye. He had no idea he'd be a hero. He was just going to work. In his last telegram, he said, Stop all of the trains. Stop. Ammunition ship on fire in the harbor heading towards Pier 6 will explode. Stop. Guess this will be my last telegraph. Stop. Goodbye, boys. Stop. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.